ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Cherish the chance that I have 
and I must cherish the call of God. Oh, cherish the time that I have to work and cherish these times of grace. your calling to do the work of God hand in hand you and the Lord don't you think that you can walk away from your original calling the time is passing by so when you pray and when you kneel down by your bedside why don't you ask the Lord to help you to obey his calling if you could just believe the Lord you must cherish the love of God and you must cherish the grace of God cherish his mercy Cherish his blood and cherish the cross of Christ. You must cherish the chance you have, and you must cherish the call of God. Oh, yes, you must cherish the time that you have to work and cherish these times of grace. Your hand clap has been arrested along the way. I don't know about you, but I'm enjoying the service. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice. How many of you are ready to hear the word of God this afternoon? How many of you genuinely love the word of God? I was telling some people yesterday that sometimes when you are enjoying very good food, you can take it for granted. You can take it for granted, you know. And many of us, when we went to boarding school in our early teenage years, was when we discovered that our mothers were great cooks. I never really appreciated much my mother's cooking until I went to boarding school. I met the famous gas oil. They call it stew. But when they put it on the rice, 
it drips to the bottom of the rice and disappears. And then when you taste it, it's tasteless. Then I appreciated the stew my mother used to give me to eat. And in the house of God, it's the same thing. Because you can have somebody who gives the word of God, prepares it in a certain way, spices it with unique spices. Yes. And I'm happy to tell you today that you are about to taste the word of God with some spices that are unique. The word of God is honey. And this afternoon, I can promise you that you are about to taste top grade, good quality honey. And I want to encourage you that don't sit in the service and daydream. Don't sit in the service and let your mind wander. Because if only you can concentrate on this preaching to the end, your life will be changed. That I can promise you. That I can promise you. God knows each and every one of us here. And he knows what work his word will accomplish in your heart today. The Bible says that the word of God, it doesn't return to God without accomplishing the work for which he sent it. So today, the word of God is going to accomplish something in your life. For somebody, it's going to answer a question in your mind. For somebody, it's going to overcome some depression that you have been struggling with. For somebody, it's going to provide you direction for the next 10 years of your life. But whatever it is, I want you to stand to your feet Jesus joy with some energy and excitement I want you to join me as we welcome the gift of God in our midst the bushel Higher than any other I got healer of some 
Can you give your loudest hand clap yet? your hands and just bless the Lord. I want to ask Gabby to come and give me fresh oil. Just lift your hands, everyone. Lift your hands and just just touch heaven. Touch heaven with your worship. Touch heaven with your worship. Shemimo sangaba hakataba daba Rama sundere bahatabande Mandimos kapahata Santa la bakaba kapaba yambala Worship him Yes Kadimo Oh yes Oh yes. Father, we thank you. Yes. In Jesus' name. You may please be seated. Do you? 
found refreshing anew from above. I need your presence today. Please come and show me the way. Shower down the rain upon us. Make me more and more like Jesus. Have your way in me. So all the world may see that you are the porter and I am just the clay. Mold me and shape me completely into what you want me to be. And I'll be changed from glory to glory. Oil from you, cover my life with your dew, and rain down refreshing anew from above. I need your presence today. Please come and show me the way. Shower down your rain upon us. Make me more and more like Jesus. You said that you'd anoint me, you're my Lord. I know that you would lead me to the truth. Your mighty hand will keep me close to you. Cause all I need is you. And I pray that your life will be the best life you will live. Don't allow anyone to rob you of this privilege. You heard me, Daniel. Yeah. Sometimes when in a great place and you don't know, you get to know it when you are out of the place. And then you realize that, wow. Wow, like Jacobi was talking about school food. When your mother cooks your food, you are you, you, 
you are turning the plate here and there. But when you go into solitary confinement, then you realize that, Charlie, man shall not live by this type of food. So let's clap our hands for Bishop Kobe for redemption. Redemption. Don't stop clapping. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Well, I'm also happy to see you. As for me, this type of service has always been my best for the past 20 years. So, and I, I also want us to rise to our feet and appreciate our GSOs and our uncles and aunties who are here amongst us. Yeah. Yeah. Even though they are pastors and reverends, you can call him Uncle William. Yes. Uncle Kobe. Beautiful. You may be seated. I want to teach you something small and then we'll be out of here. I want to talk to you about dishonor. That's just a little topic for today. And I've already told you You see, a subject like loyalty and disloyalty. We also have honor and dishonor. And if you master the subject well, and I'm not joking, if you master honor and dishonor well, you will be greater than somebody who prays for 50,000 hours a day. (laughs) How many hours a day? 50,000 hours a day. (laughs) And, And I have the best congregation to talk to this afternoon. You see, it's not enough to know about honor. It's not enough. You also need to know about dishonor. The knowledge of good alone is not enough for your life. It's not enough to know only what is good. 
It's also important for you to know what is evil. Anyone who has these two qualities will do well in life. And this is the best congregation to speak to because you are now starting your journey. Even though a few of you are more experienced than your parents. But you are generally now starting your journey. (laughs) Beautiful. Little boys. Little girls. You must know. You must know. It's good. To know what is good. But it's also good. To know what is evil. You cannot live your life. Without these two. If you have only one. You fall. If you are alive, you are living your life and you know only the good, you will fall. If you know only the bad, you'll be destroyed. You must know the good and the bad. When Isaiah was prophesying about Jesus in Isaiah 7, In verse 14, he announced that a virgin shall give birth to a son. And he gave the name in verse 14. That his name shall be Emmanuel. So, that is how the birth of Jesus was announced in prophecy. This will be about five, six hundred years before was born. And Isaiah spoke that a virgin shall give birth to a son. And his name shall be Emmanuel. And truly, a virgin gave birth. Beautiful. Somebody's life will be so supernatural that you will defy natural laws. How you are. People are going to expect your life to be a certain way. But because of the supernatural I am introducing right now, you are going to defy the logic of men about your life, the expectations of men about your life. How, whatever constitutes a weakness that has been used to determine the outcome of your life, that weakness will no longer be capable of defining your life. I declare that a power higher than you shall define and redefine your life. I'm saying that those people like you, there's a way their lives go. But I'm saying that in your case, because I am introducing the supernatural, you are going to defy the odds. So watch it. Normally, people who are like this, this is how they end their lives. But you, you will be like this. But you rather go higher and higher and higher and higher. Receive it at the back. 
normally a virgin cannot give birth. A virgin cannot give birth. When I start, when I resume practicing the spirit, listen to me very carefully. You should listen to the message very well. Because there's an element, if it enters your life, your life becomes unpredictable. When people think you will not do well, that is when you begin to shine. I'm saying that some of you, you, you don't know maths. So you know that you can't be an engineer. But I'm telling you that the power of God will find you in exactly what you think you can do. It's what the, the power of God is going to do. Because I am injecting you right now with the capacity, the ability, the power, the spirit, whatever God needs to give you so that you rise above your weakness. You are receiving it right now. Take it in front here. Yes. Uh, I want you just a few minutes give you a gift. It's a gift of advice. And I was saying that I want to tell you about dishonor because it's very important that you know about it because Jesus Christ when he was being prophesied about in Isaiah 7 verse 15 the Bible says said in Isaiah 7.15 that butter and honey shall he eat that he may know how to refuse the evil and choose the good. So you cannot be complete if all you know is the good. You must know something about evil. And then, apart from knowing about the good or evil, you also need to know how to refuse evil. Because sometimes you know that something is not good, but you are unable to refuse it. But there's a diet. When you eat it, you will easily say, no, 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 no. I can't, I can't, I cannot. I will never join this group. And it will come from inside of you here like that. I won't join this group. I can't make this person my friend. I mean, it's like, you just know it. Some people know what is good. And they can't choose it. So Jesus, the complete Jesus, was a Jesus who knew both good and evil 
and had the power to choose. How will it help you if you know what is good but you can't choose it? And many of you, as you grow, you will come near things that are brazenly evil. Brazenly evil. And hugely magnetic. You see that you are being drawn to it. You see a boy. Most of the time, there is something very little about the person or the thing that draws you. But the entire thing is, you can tell that this is not the correct thing, but something just tickles you. And you are into feelings. But from today, from today, you will push evil away. Not everybody can do that. Not everybody can do that. So today, I want to talk for a few minutes about dishonor. Dishonor. Now, what we know about honor. You know, all of you, I want to advise you to have this book. Those who honor you. Not because next week is honor your prophet Sunday, but have this book and read it. This book, if you, if, you, if, you, if you know its contents and you believe in it the way you believe in Isaiah and Jeremiah, you believe these words, a thousand temptations will not make you fall. A thousand walls cannot stop you from becoming what you ought to become. A thousand rivers cannot drown you. If you know what is in this book? Where other people fall, that is where you will rise. That's why I told you last week that the, and I told you today, the one who is a specialist in the subject of honor is greater than somebody who prays how many hours a day. 50,000 hours a day. This book. Now, today, I'm talking to you about dishonor. You see, but before I talk to you about, so, so dishonor is the opposite of the following. It's the opposite of the following. Is the opposite of the following. See, when you say you are honoring someone, what the Bible says, honor your father and your mother. Should I stop preaching? No. When the Bible says, honor your father and your mother, what does it mean to honor your father or your mother? You see, in this book, you will learn that you honor your father. Did I tell you last week that your father is somebody who makes you exist? And I'm sure you know that there is more to your life than this body sitting here. Your father, is he in Kumasi? Still in Kumasi? Yeah. Your father in Kumasi made you exist in this body. 
Your mother, is he also in Kumasi? Your mother in Kumasi made you exist in this body. But you also exist in other forms. Yeah. You, 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 you exist as a pillar in redemption. Now, how did you get here? And who made you uh, an important person? Because you are a very important person to me. How did you become important? Who held your hand and settled you here? Now, that person, he may even be your younger brother, but he's a father. Because you exist also as an important person in the service. Do you go to school? You go to school? Somebody helped you to be a good student. Yes, your father paid your fees. But somebody nurtured you and mentored you to be a good student in the school. Now, that person is also because that person, because you could have existed in your school as a bad girl. Yes, you could be in the same school as a Lotto kiosk in the school. That all the boys come to stake Lotto. But now you exist in the school as one of the best students, not so. Now, who introduced you to a life of commitment to academic work? That person, he may be your classmate, but he's your father. She may be your classmate, but she's your father. Yes. Or your mother. I mean, some of you, you, you have already, you are, you are 18 years old, but you have a father in sin. Yeah. There's a girl who taught you how to make yourself in a way to let a boy like you. How to roll your eyes and turn your, is it, is it to the left, your neck to the left and do something. Every boy will like you. And you've been doing, you've been getting the boys. That woman, that girl is your mother in sin. Never go near her. A lot of you here, Bishop Kobe, you don't even need to call him Bishop Kobe. He's your father. Your father in righteousness. Yes. So what do you exist as? I mean, you could have easily been a weed smoker. Now you sit on the front row in church. Now who's, who's, oh help me Lord. Who's, who's input, who's encouragement brought to you, you especially, you could have been at the back. The back as in the back back where that uh, machine is. Go and sit there and wait for Michelle to finish the service and you take her home. Now Michelle is on the third row, but you are on the first row from the back. How did you become interested in these things? Whoever held your hand 
and helped you is your father. Now, if you don't honor that person, I'm about to preach to you. So when the Bible says, honor your father and your mother, what is he saying? One, in this book, I'm just giving you some snippets and a synopsis. You, you honor someone, you honor your father or your mother by thinking properly. Yeah, this is, thinking properly. When it comes to a father figure in your life, you must, you, your mind must be very active. Because the things that want to enter your mind and pollute you about your father are a lot of things. Think properly. Number two, when we say honor your mother, you honor your mother or your father by acknowledging him. That is the person is on your mind. Your father is on your mind. Your mother is on your mind. Acknowledging that, that, that I would have done this all, but because of my father, I won't do it. Yes. I would have done this all. Me, you don't know me. I would have done this, but, but because of mommy, I won't do this. Because of my mother. Not because of your best friend. Not because of your class teacher. You have a spiritual father, father in ministry, mother in the Lord. Because of my mother in Christ, I will not insult this girl. But normally, ha, those who know me, they know. But because of my mother in Christ, I will not do this. It means you are acknowledging. And that is honor. You honor someone by adapting to him. So, so I'm saying this so that when I talk about dishonor, it's very easy to understand. Yeah, when, when you dishonor someone, you will never adapt to the person. To adapt to somebody is to change something about you just to suit a person. So, like, I, I mean. I may not be your father, but let's say, let's say, let's just assume that for, for, the, for the sake of preaching, I'm your father. And then I call for a meeting. But at the same time also, you've told your, your schoolmates that you are meeting at Accra Mall in Kumasi. The Kumasi Accra Mall. Next week. But I have also called for a meeting here. Now, because of me, you adapt and change your plans just to be there. That is honor. That's honor. Wow. Wow. Your mother says that, Yaya, can you arrange these things 
for me by, by tomorrow morning. But you have also made your plans that you are waiting on God from 8 p.m. to 1 a.m. You are praying, you have got your Bible, you've got a message, and so on. And then mommy comes and says, Yeah, yeah, arrange this. When I wake up tomorrow morning, this thing should have been done. Now, you change all your waiting on God plans and so on to, to, to arrange the things for mommy. Now, by doing that, you have adapted your life. That's how to honor your mother. Something you like, you give it up. You are falling in love with her. And I say that because of the way I want to work with you, you can't have such a girl in your life. So, in spite of the love you have for her, you, 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 you break it and now fall in love with a girl, a, a lesser love girl, just so that you can be with me as your father. That is adapting. That's adapting. So, that's how we know that we are honoring God. Because the girls we like, I mean, you should see them. Sugars. I said sugars. I said what? Sugars. Sugars. But but God appointed and anointed me as a pastor. I'm a reverend. I have a church of 800 people. I do outreach. People look up to me. I cannot. I cannot. But but the way I like the girl. But because I would need to adapt, because I want to honor God, I change. I change my plans from a girl whose center of gravity is low and go and marry a girl whose center of gravity is unstable. So that I can continue. On my, my normal life. I mean, I like her. She likes me. I can marry her. Even if she doesn't come to church. We are together. She, we, we are, it's not church life. <laughs> but I'm a pastor. I can't marry a girl who doesn't come to church. So no matter how much I like her. I have to adapt. And choose a church girl. Even though her nose is big. But the girl I'm leaving, just look at the nose. Say adapt. No, no. And and that's how you know you are honoring God. I mean, you have have a, a, a desire to go to Harvard or to go to Robinson University in Australasia and to go to medieval medratronics of, of the of the ancient archaeological regimes of the of the of the of the, and so what that's your plan to study in Greece and God calls you what do you do you adapt and choose MIT in Accra. 
Manford Institute of Technology. Instead of Massachusetts Institute of Technology. So you adapt so that you can have God. To adapt is to pay a price. Joseph was called that Pharaoh was looking for him. He was a young boy who also, out of foolishness, likes beard. Like these foolish boys with a lot of beard and so on. And a lot of them know already, some of them have even got bed bugs in their beard. Bed bugs. Anyway, I was saying something. Joseph was going, he was, a, he was very happy. He was growing the beard. But he said, hey, Pharaoh wants, Pharaoh wants to see me. Hey, he went for a shaving stick and removed all the beard. And his face was like my face. And he came and said, Sir, I said, What? Joseph, the last time I saw a picture of you, you had a long beard. No, because I was coming to see you. That's why I removed my beard. That's adapting. Buy the book. I'm saying this when I come to dishonor. I'm giving just two points. There we go. Dishonor. You you honor somebody by paying attention to his words. That's how you know you are honoring someone. The person's what? Words. Say words. Say words. Yes. You honor somebody by paying attention to his words. So you hear in the Bible always, my son, incline an ear to my word. Attend to my words. My words. My son, my words. That's honor. That's how you know you are honoring God. So if you are honoring your mother, you, you pay attention to your mother's words. Your father's words. Your father's words. If you don't pay attention to somebody's words, it means you are, you are dishonoring him. Don't you go and visit your friends. Your father says, don't go. Daddy says, I shouldn't go. But some of you would have gone. That's why I'm going to talk to you about dishonor. Because the foolishness in you you need a D7 bulldozer. D, D11, sorry. Bulldozer to remove it from you. Your father who gave birth to you pays your school fees. His words don't mean anything to you. You can stand in front of your father and argue with him. It even gets more complex when your parents are divorced. And your mother has an idea, and your father also has an idea, and you are torn between. Believe God and honor both of them. Believe God. Believe God. Oh, I said, don't be well with you. Just, just try. Just try. And I know it's difficult, but go and see your pastor to give you wisdom. Whether it's your mother or your father. Don't, don't, don't swing to your father's side or swing to your mother's side because both of them have power to change your life. And it should not be that your life must be destroyed because two lovers are not in love anymore. So you must ask God for wisdom. But at the base of your mind is a mind that neither my father on the left or my mother on the right 
should be dishonored. I will not side with my mother against my father. I will not side with my father against my mother. I will let them know that I respect both of them. For my own sake, they should allow me to respect both of them. Ah, one of the titles, the topic is move away from those who dishonor you. And one of the ways to honor a person is to honor a person with your substance. With your substance. The substance must be substantial. The substance must be what? Substantial. No honor with rubbish. The woman who came with the oil the English word used to describe the oil was expensive. If I, King James says costly. In fact, historians say that the, the bottle she broke was more expensive than the oil in the bottle. The bottle itself was more expensive. She broke it. You sit in the house and be arguing with your mother. When she speaks, you speak. You will never last long in any good place in life. Some of you have signed your death warrants already. And when we ask you what you, be, what you want to be in the future, you don't tell the person who is asking the question that I don't have a future. You say you want to be a pilot. <laughs> you don't get the point I'm making. <laughs> You have have argued with your father You have exchanged words with your father You have insulted your mother And when they ask you what you want to be in the future You say you want to be A a doctor You mom Instead of telling the person I don't have a future Because you really do not have a future So I'm with you You know how we got to stand where we are standing We've been seduced many times into dishonoring fathers when they ask you what you want to be in the future they say I don't have a future I've destroyed my future I damned my father three years ago when I heard I had a girlfriend. Don't you disgrace me? You are going to have a get, take a girlfriend who is my age. Do you have sense as a father? Hey, Oppo man. Oppo man. Is that your father you are talking to like that? Do you know what you are doing? You, you see, you see, Whatever you know about your father or your mother, that she's a prostitute, she slept with the, your neighbor's husband, and or she has two boyfriends, your mother. Whatever you know about your mother is just a part of the story. You don't know everything. No child knows everything. Now, Lift your right hand and say, I don't know everything. Say, what I know is not enough. 
Say, I am not in a position to take a decision. Based on what I know. Yes. You see, yesterday, I finished preaching. Yesterday was Saturday. We had a powerful service here. And I mean, I was wet, totally wet. As I was going to my office to change into a shirt, a dry shirt, somebody came and said, oh, Brother Jim has his birthday. Today is his birthday. I said, oh, wow, that's beautiful. And he said, oh, we have a cake to cut for Brother Jim. Oh, really? Then call the people to come. I'm going to change. Then we cut the cake. As I took two steps, I said, no. If I change the shirt I will wear, the shirt I brought, I didn't have Brother Jim in mind. The shirt I will wear will not be a nice shirt to cut a cake where pictures are going to be taken. So the best thing was to keep wearing what I was wearing. And that, I mean, that looked very nice. I mean, well cut. Beautiful. Very beautiful. But I was wet inside. I was in an air-conditioned room, shivering. I said, okay, then it's okay. So I turned and said, I will not change. Can you call them quickly so that we can cut the cake? Now, as the person was going to call Brother Jim and friends, I told, some, I told the person something. I said, you see, when they come and we are cutting the cake, all they will see is a knife in my hand cutting the cake. But they will never know how wet I am under all the suffering and the trouble I am in. Because I will never tell him. So you are seeing me with a knife cutting the cake. But you don't know what I am going through for you. So, so I'm saying that the cake we are cutting cannot be the whole story. There is another story you don't know about. The school fees I paid is not the whole story. There is a story you don't know about. So when you use my inability to pay your fees to dishonor me, you've made a big mistake. You will not fail in life. I said, you will not fail in life. I said, you will not fail in life. I said, you will end well. I'm telling you that you will end well. I said, you will end well. Kobe, thankfully, fathers are not many. Corinthians 4.15, you don't have many of them. You see, if you had a thousand fathers, it means your life must be lived, you know, sorting all the thousand fathers out. That's a bit difficult. Fortunately, mommy, the fathers are few. Why? So that it will be easy for you to pay the price. The rest are shepherds. The rest are instructors. They don't matter too much. They matter, but they are not too important. A father is the one who makes you, causes you to exist. And there are not many. 
How do I know they are not me? Because there are not many things to you. Who, who, who are you? What now are you? Are you a lawyer, a doctor, an engineer, a, a pastor, a reverend, an evangelist, a prophet? What, how much now? Who are you? It's just one, two, three. So three fathers. Four mothers. You can pay. Now, if you dishonor them, if you dishonor them, if you dishonor them, let me tell you two things that will happen to you. Number one, you will open the door for demons to enter your life. John chapter 8, verse 42. Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Next verse. Why do you not understand my speech? Even because you cannot hear my word. 44. You are of your father, father, the devil. So, Satan can be your father. That's, that's another convention we will have. 45. Next verse. And because I tell you the truth, you believe me not. 46. Which of you convinced me of sin? If I say the truth, why don't you believe me? 47. He that is of God heareth God's words. You therefore hear them not because you are not of God. Then answered the Jews and said to him, Say we not well that thou art a Samaritan and hast a devil? Jesus answered, I have not a devil. Why? Because I honor my father. And if you look, boys, boys, never fall in love with a girl who is in conflict with her father. Never, never, no matter the juices in her, never fall in love with a girl. One of the things you must look for in a girl is her relationships with her fathers. When you meet a girl who says that my father did not pay my fees, I don't talk to him. Ah, yeah. Away, away, bus. Say, do you know why? You know, you know why? Because a girl who does not respect who is in conflict with her father shows that she has the ability not to honor a father. Now, when you marry her, a husband is also a father. Hello? A husband. Why? Why? Why is a husband a father? Why? Because, because, uh, yes, that's the answer. You are right. 
because he causes you to exist as Mrs. Ametawobla. No, 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 no. Without, without Francis Ametawobla, you would have existed as a queer Frangipani. So once he marries you, now you are not, a lot of these ladies, you don't know. I, I know her as Karen Jumon. I know. I, I don't know their maiden names. She is Karen Jumon. I don't think you were born as Karen Jumon. What is your, your original name? Sechi. Asumedu Sechi. And you met a boy and you, 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 you forgot a name your father gave you. <laughs> to follow a stranger, you, 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 don't, you didn't even grow up with him. After one year now, you, you, you threw away your father's name. So, she exists. No, boys, watch out for girls who are in conflict with their father. Well, their, their, their father is an armed robber, a sexy dancer, a weed smoker, the owner of a nightclub, a fetish priest, a juju man, or confarnochi, whatever he is. It should minister a message to you that this girl will not respect fathers. And it will not be too long. It will just be three years before she turns her guns from her father to you. Hey, Nightingale, my one, you are what? Who are you? Who are you? But you've forgotten that when you met her, she had not spoken to her father for two years. And you thought that it was because of her maturity. What you don't know is that your stupidity is greater than her maturity. So, 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 so when you meet somebody who dishonors fathers, you, have, you are looking at somebody full of evil spirits. He said, I don't have a devil. Because when you, when you dishonor your father, you can be sure that evil spirits are in you. those who fail to honor God's calling usually end up with demons in their homes and lives when you dishonor some of you are supposed to be pastors if you don't honor that appointment it means you have dishonored God and evil spirits will enter you 
He says, the demons that cause struggles, hassles, and frustrations are the portion of those who dishonor their fathers. When Vashti dishonored her husband, the devils of demotion invaded her life. Anybody who dishonors evil spirits, some of you sitting here, you are full to the brim of evil spirits. I want to advise you. You can be in conflict with your landlord. But don't be in conflict with your father. No matter the reason. You can never be right when it's a father. You can never be right when it's a father. Hmm? And then let's end. Let's, let's, let's end the service. Second point. When you dishonor your father or your mother, look, if your father says, don't come to church again, don't come. Your father says, don't marry him. Don't marry him because if you marry him, all your children will be abnormal. Life is more complex than you think. If you really want to come to church, then go and see your father's big brother or your uncle or your former landlord to to prepare a hamper and come and see your father to beg him to let you come to church. You should be here with your father's blessing. Or lie. Fiangle girl like you, you think you are wiser than your father. Even it's not even that he goes to church. He doesn't go to church. Meanwhile, he's the one saying that don't go to church. <laughs> if he was a reverend in a apostolic church, you know, it's a reverend, he says you didn't go to church. But he is at home. And he's saying that you shouldn't go to church. And you also like church. Don't you like church? You can't start a life by rebelling against your father. Go and see his former landlord. Because he respects him. Because he gave him three months rent free. Yes. Or go to his office, his boss. And sit with the boss and beg him to beg his employee to allow you to go to church because it's in your heart. But don't just wear a wig, a wig and come and sit here. Demons will enter you. Instead of Holy Ghost, you'll be here with demons. There should be nothing you will do in life without your mother's blessing, without your father. If your mother blesses it and your father doesn't bless it, it's not complete. Let's do number two and we close because time is up. If you dishonor your father or your mother, you will enter into obscure darkness. Darkness. That's how we end the service now. Say darkness. Darkness. How do I see Inshi there? I see Inshi standing there because there's light on him. If I... What? You see because whatever you are seeing emits light. That contacts your retina, your rods and cones, which will fire into the optic nerve, into the olfactory 
and 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 the and the um, what do you call it? The interdictations and the decusations in the optic lobe. Occipital lobe. So there's light. No, I see you because light you light enters my eyes from you. That's how I can see you. I can see this chair because light enters my eyes from the chair. Once this chair is in darkness, it can be made of gold. I will see it. So noticeability is the absence of a curse. To be noticed has nothing to do with a wig. Look, you can put cushions into your brazier. Nobody will see you. Then there's a girl with a flat chest. She's having her wedding next week. Then you are carrying your ties are like baobab tree. Do you know a Google baobab tree? You look at a baobab tree. It, it, will, it, will, it will give you an idea. Say noticeability. Anybody who doesn't honor father or mother will not be noticed in spite of your Harvard grade 4A first class. You will be in the office with your MIT, Massachusetts MIT degree and they will be choosing somebody from NVTI, Anomable NVTI, grade 2. So that you will know that man shall not live by degrees alone, but by every word that proceeds from his mother at home. Makatababa sandalabahada. I'm explaining to you. Why this ugly girl is married. And you, it's been three years. You've been Miss Area for three years. No man wants to see you. Miss Sasabi. Listen to me very carefully. I'm ending. One, you see, now you're at home. Your father gives you food. Your mother gives you food, pocket money. But soon, your life will be based on who chooses you. I'll take it, I'll, I'll take it again. I said, right now, your father gives you food, pays your school fees, gives you money for transport, Uber. Some of you, you fiangel girl like you have a car. Fiangel girl, you have a car. But that's okay. It's not that I'm, I'm jealous. I'm saying that a day will come. The outcomes of your life will be based on who likes you and chooses you. Take it for me. In the military, there is a level where you rise by writing exams. One of my daughters wrote an exam recently and passed. Going up. Going up. But there's a level. You know, exams. It's just who chooses you, who likes you. That's all. No, no exam. And life is like that. 
Life is like that. There's a level where you are chosen because you, have, you were first. And she was second. She was third. She was fourth. That is it. So first, come. Second, third. Then fourth would be next year. But there is a place in life. It's not first or third. It is who will choose you. And Michelle, if you are in darkness, how will I see you to choose you? Proverbs 20 verse 20. Final verse. Nazula Kragata Proverbs 20 verse 20. Whosoever Hey, it means whether you are a white boy, red girl, slim uncle, whosoever curseth his father or his mother, his lamp. Can't you see that God is speaking to you? His what? Lamp. And don't let the his deceive you. There is also her lamp. His lamp shall be what? Put out in obscure darkness. So I, I, I didn't know also. I, I thought we were just human beings, handsome boys and pretty girls moving around. Apparently, we have lamps. And some of you, your lamps are on. Some of you, your lamps are off. Your lamps are what? And they are off because they were deliberately put out. Everybody has a lamp. Even Jesus Christ said, if you do this and this, I'll come to your midst and remove your candlestick. Everybody has a lamp. It is your lamp that makes you noticed. Not your nose. In the office, it's your lamp. That will let me move you from second floor to fourth floor. Not your degree. Get it right. We are noticed because of our lamps. You will be seen by somebody to be liked because your lamp was bright. The Bible says, anybody who curses his father or his mother, your lamp will be put out. So we will see everybody, but we won't see you. Some of you, where you work, even the watchman will be promoted before you. I mean, we see you, but we don't see you because you're, you see, get Everybody has a light. You, you, you may not know, but you may even be wearing black tie, black shirt, black shoe, black everything, black hair, black face. But there is a light. I'm saying that why do you think that in every church it is not the most beautiful girls who have weddings? Wow. To be chosen, to be preferred. Has nothing to do with your eyeballs. It's about noticeability. 
mean, some of you are sitting here, you have insulted your father. You've argued, some of you, you felt your father's shirt like this. Wow. Ebenezer, am I the one you are holding my shirt? So is there. Whosoever curses his father. Now, now, let me just help you as we close. You see, the word curse, curse, don't look for that word in life. Because it doesn't exist, that, that English word curse. You can live a hundred years and never hear anybody say, I have cursed you. Has somebody cursed you before? Has somebody cursed I have cursed you. About how? It's rare. It's rare. It's, 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 how many of you here have been cursed? Like somebody told you that I have cursed you. How many of you here? Sorry. Two carpenters came here. One you are building, they said they have cursed you. Okay. That's it, carpenters. Two carpenters. And who else has, has heard uh, anybody? You see, so in the church, it's only one. Why? Why? Because the word curse, if that is the word you are looking for, you will never hear it in life. But you are being cursed every day. In fact, the, that thing the carpenter said is not even powerful. Because there's nothing. Real curses don't have the word curse in them. Look, some of you, eh, somebody saying, hey! That's eh! Hmm. I see. I see. Say, I see. Is that the word curse in I see? You are waiting to hear me say I have cursed you, Maggie. You would live for a thousand years. Maybe, maybe you should be expecting it. It will make you live for one thousand years. You won't die. If you are waiting to hear that I have cursed you. That bishop curses church members. No. Many of you here have been cursed already. Many of you sitting here are under a curse. From a father or a mother. I'm telling you in English. Priscilla. Wow. The airways will say, Ogbena. Ewe. Uh, it's gone. Eh? Okay. That was airway. What's your name? Elinam. Elinam. Yo. Say, I'm saying that if Elinam is, please, you understand the message. I should stop it. You don't. I, I, I'm not preaching well, eh? I'm not preaching well. I should stop it. I'm saying that if Elinam is waiting to hear her father at home say, Elinam, a curse, Bobo Godo. 
Say, when will you? When? There's a crowd here. Only one girl says two carpenters curse her. Because you are not likely to hear a curse. The word, the English word, you will never hear. But your father says, I see. You will see something. Now, I'm just using that to make a point. Because the verse says that whosoever curses. So, so see, I've built a platform on which we can stand to understand this. So it says, whoso curseth his father or his mother. So now let's analyze. When will you have the guts to curse your mother? Mommy, I have cursed you. You see the point I'm making? Daddy, I cursed you. Is there anybody who has cursed his father before? Please raise your hand. The, the first one, we had one carpenter here. Who, who else has been cursed? Uh, who, is there anybody here who has cursed his father before? Oh, there should be somebody here. It cannot be that I'm, I'm preaching to, to chess. Who here, abscess, who here has cursed his father before? Ah. You have never told your father, I, I, I curse. No, I don't believe you. No, please, I haven't. You've never told your father that daddy, I curse you. Really? You've not cursed your mother before? Mommy, I've cursed you. All right, then let's end the service. Really like this, this point doesn't concern anybody here. No, 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 no. It doesn't concern anybody. Nobody here has cursed his father before. So I don't see why I should preach. I don't like preaching theories. I don't like preaching. So let's, let's rise to our feet. Mary, let's give, give us a song. Let's let's the communion. Take your communion. Um, if you come and play that. I should break it down. Oh, I should break it down. Should I break it down? Oh, should I break it down? I should break it down. All right. I'm now going to prove to you that I am about 80% confident that you've cursed your father. Have you told your father that I have cursed you? I curse you. Yes. The word curse is from the Hebrew word kalal. Kalal. Q A L A. Remember, the Bible was not written in English. All these are translations. So everything there is just some, they are trying to project the. Hebrew or Greek into English. Then Latin, then English. Now, the original word that was put, that, curse, that word cursed, is kalal. K-O-A-L-A-L. Interestingly, that word means to treat lightly. Kasuna, Zagaba, Kalama, 
Rabazata. To treat what? It also means to trivialize. It also means to demean. To demean. To demean. To demean something means to lower its value. Nikasuna. Some of you must go to ECG to, to, to connect again. Your, your lamp is off. Whosoever calls his father or his mother, his lamp. Those of you who treat your mother more importantly than your father, your light is off. Don't expect to be noticed. You treat your father more importantly than your mother. Your father says that. I don't like that girl you are working with. You are a girl. I don't like that girl. Oh. Old school. Old school. Yeah, old school. Well, why? What's wrong with her? Now, by doing that, you have treated your father sweat lightly. You have colored him. Therefore, you are, you are entering obscure darkness. Some of you girls, what you've done to your father, it will be... you. you it will be about, you'll be about 58 years before a man will propose to you. And that man will be a wee smoking raster man who had just come from the mental hospital. 58 years. Wee smoking what? Raster man. Out of rehab. To demean. Another word, another meaning of Kalal is to appear to show yourself swift. Yes. You, you, you kalal your father like you show yourself like you are fast. When he turns, some, there, there are some, uh, one guy told a story, he and his brothers, they, are, they were on their mother's side, not on their father's side. The, the father and pa- fa- mother were together. Then, when their father is coming, when he opens the gate, then they'll say, Abaye, Abaye, Abaye. Then, it means he's coming, he's coming. Then they all dash. Then when the father comes home, you will see that, no, my children were in the house. Well, here, they were watching. So, he go and put his hand on the TV. The TV is warm. That they are all in their rooms. That they are fast. My father said that, don't attend the service. Then you are fast. You go and you just go and when you are in school, then you do Zoom with your father. Daddy, I'm in my room. No, you've gone to a place where he said you shouldn't go. To be swift. Yeah. Some of you, I thought you were bouncing from Agboba. Not only that, you were bouncing from the junction here. You brought the bus here. The people who are walking, you just bust them. You come, just come and fill the form. Yeah, you have cursed me. You are swift. You have cursed me. I'm teaching. You've cursed me. No, I thought that you were busting from the door. I didn't know you were busting from the junction here. 
you bring the bus and those, those people who are coming on their own, you just put them on the bus and when you come, you declare, sixteen, and you're walking about. You are fast. Say, you are fast. Say, I'm fast. Say, I'm swift. I'm smart. What you don't know is that you are kalaling your father. As he's in his room, thinking you are asleep. 1 a.m., you open the window, jump, and jump the wall. And go and spend three hours singing songs. Then you come back to the room. When in the morning, Abna, da! How are you? That is good morning. Daddy, do you sleep well? Daddy, I love you. Daddy, can I get a hug? But between two to five, you were kalaling in the boys' room. So you see that many of you have never cursed your father as him, Daddy, I have cursed you. But the way you, you have cursed him with your life, discussions you've had about him when all you he's done is to be good to you when what you are hearing is just part of a part of a part of the truth whoso today today if they say what did the man say just say, say that he, he did 2020 vision 2020 vision i've explained because it looks like Many of you thought that this verse doesn't concern you because you have escaped. You have never cursed your Have you cursed your father before? Never. But for the explanation, have you cursed your father before? Yes. Stand to your feet. So some of you, you will live in darkness. She will marry. She will marry. Even your cat will marry first. Before a boy notices you that you have got breasts that he can hold. Lift your two hands. I said your cat will marry the next door neighbor's cat's son. Before you will find some a man, lift your hands. Ask the Lord for mercy. Say mercy. 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 Uh, so if I had not taught this, you, you have said you've not cursed your father before. Lift your hands and pray for mercy. Pray for mercy. Treating your father lightly. Another word for kalal is to treat lightly. Mm. You take his words lightly. Mm. You take him lightly. Mercy, you don't respect him. You respect your headmaster more than Have your father mercy, in the house. Lord. Have mercy. Can you lift your hands? Mercy, Lord. Lebro Shadaba. Have mercy, Lord. Naluma Kadabosha. Ragasa. Makabro Shadaba. Ramalebro Shadaba. Have mercy, Lord. Have Zimiano. Zamila. Zababa. Everybody pray. Pray. Ask the Lord to have mercy on you. And give you the ability to relate well with your father. Listen to me. Listen to me. Some of you don't know your father's birthday but you know your former boyfriend who gave you gonorrhea you know his birthday what's your father's birthday yo lift your two hands 
Your father's birthday. You don't give him a card. You don't buy a gift for him. What gift did you buy for your father on his last birthday? But you are buying gifts for the girl. What's wrong with you? And you say you have not cursed your father. Can you lift your hands and pray? Mercy, Lord, lay pro kadaba, have mercy on us, Lord. Lay pro kadabo shadabalaba, lay brasadaba. Oh, yes, makababa, have mercy, Lord. Anybody who trivializes his father should expect trouble. For despising our parent, oh God, lay brasadaba, should expect problems. Should expect darkness. Whether your father is a sexy dancer. Or a male prostitute, or a, a, a herbalist, whatever he is, you owe him respect and honor. Lift your hands. Sulabada ba 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 Nobody seems to see you. And you are surprised that nobody seems to see you. Your light has been turned off. Lift your hands. If you are here and you are not born again, lift your hands. You are not born again. You want to say, Pastor, pray for me. Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. Pastor, I want to be born. Every eye closed. Every eye closed. Every head bowed. You want me to pray with you to receive Jesus Christ into your life. If you are here like that, please lift your hand. I want to pray for you right now. Lift your hand. Yes, lift your hand. Pastor, I want to be born again. I want to know Jesus. Lift your hand high. Lift it high above your head so I can see you. Above your head. I see your hand. Lift it high. Pastor, today I want to give my life to Christ. If your hand is up, I want you to come here to me. Come to the front here. Come. 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 Come, my dear. Come, sir. your eyes and lift your two hands and say this prayer say heavenly father heavenly father i surrender my life to you today i surrender my life to you today i have sinned i have sinned i've gone far from you i've gone far from you i receive you today i receive you today into my life into my life as my Lord, as my Lord and Savior, and Savior, I'm starting a new life today. I'm starting a new life today. A new life today. A new life today. As a born again believer. As a born again believer. Please receive me. Please receive me. And make me your child. And make me your child. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father, for my salvation. For my salvation. I will never be the same again. I will never be the In same. In Jesus' again. name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you. Congratulations. You are born again. You've just entered. But we are going to teach you, train you, talk to you, and help you to understand your salvation. 
So you see our pastors who are here, they are waving their hands. You see them there? Waving their hands. I want you to come. They are going to talk to you, visit you, teach you, and help you to be stable Christians who will grow in the Lord. Amen. So let's go. Let's go. This way. Quickly. Clap your hands for them. Take out your communion, everyone. Take out your communion. Everyone, take out your communion. Or you don't have, uh, you don't take communion here in the service. And once a while, you do. Oh, you pre-announce it. Then, then please lift up your two hands and let's, let's, let's pray. Let's, I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. Lift your hands, everybody, and close your eyes. Father, deliver them. Let today's message haha, never depart from their hearts. Let today's message guide them. Let today's message cause us to treat fathers with caution. And let this wisdom lead to our promotion, our excellence, amen our greatness Amen. and our enlargement. Amen. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.